Today's show is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Go to AdamandEve.com right now and you'll get 50% off just about any item. All you have to do is enter the code word GLORY, G-L-O-R-Y, at checkout. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago and elsewhere, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way, we bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome at This is episode 539 of Cognitive Dissonance. And you know what the biggest story this week is, Cecil? What's that, Tom? It's the hurricane that's not even front page news anymore because everything yep. is so crazy. Here, here's how fucking crazy shit is in 2020. There was a hurricane which hit on Wednesday. Then on Thursday, a bigger hurricane hit the yeah. same place. Right. It called and, its big brother. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Hold on a minute. So a a Category 4 hurricane, massive, monstrous hurricane with, according to the National Weather Service, unsurvivable storm surge is how they described it. That is how they described it. I remember remember seeing that and thinking, like, that is peak 2020. Right. In in the same description, I don't remember who it was, but somebody else said that um, parts of one of the the areas affected would be essentially annexed to the Gulf of Mexico (laughs) for several days. This is they come happening. in with a with a signed deed. They're like, no, this is mine. Yeah. <laughs> Gulf of Mexico is like, this is mine. It's like Airbnb. They're Air- Gulf of Mexico is Airbnb ing it for a few days. Just like, okay, this is mine for a while. I I'm know just gonna I can't stay have, on the but, coast you know. for a couple days. That's all. Just the coast. And like when I look at the news every morning, I wake up and oh, I look God. at the news, and like seriously, like on Flipboard, I'm like four flips in. Before I get to the category four hurricane devastating yep. the coast, yep. because 2020 is such a shit show it that like is, you dude. can't prioritize the horrors fast enough. It's like going in a haunted house and you're like, ah, zombie, ah, ghost, ah, vampires. You come out, it's like, which one was worse? You're like, I shit myself three times in a row. I don't know. It's so bad. Every day there's something brand new. And it just keeps it's 2020. It keeps happening. It that's just, it. That's it. So that's it. It keeps happening. And it's, it never stops and it never slows down. And that's the thing, right? It's, there's never a moment where it's like, are you gonna take your foot off the gas just for a second? No. Fuck yeah. you. No. 2020 looks you in the eye, grabs you, and then it's it it, it kind of leans in and it's spitting while it's talking. <laughs> Fuck. You, it says. Yeah. I cannot even fucking believe. It's fucking great. Yeah. Hey, we have not had a week that hasn't no. been fucking bonkers style not crazy. A, not a single week. Not a single. Yeah. It's been, you know, the, 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 the tamest weeks we've had 
were the weeks right after the pandemic when everyone felt a crushing anxiety. Yeah, I know, right? The best part about 2020 was the existential dread of sitting in your house and wondering <laughs> if leave, like, like there was a moment where it was like, is it the happening outside? Like, will the trees be like shitting death spores at me? Like, that was the best part of the year. That was the best that part was, of the that year. That was it. That's peak that 2020. That was the best part of the year. Like, that I am jerking part. off to that memory I, every day. I wistfully look back to that every moment of my day. <laughs> I think, man, that was so great. It was almost like a, it was like a really anxiety-filled snow day. Is what it was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's snowing, uh, but it's nuclear winter snow. So it's a snow day. Admittedly, it's a snow day but your DNA doesn't work anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> and you know, when we started two time, it was right around then when we started to really realize mm -hmm. that talking about COVID news was just heightening everyone's anxiety. Right. And yep. it, wasn't, it wasn't good for us. It wasn't no. good for anyone else. And so we started to not do COVID news because it just was everywhere. Yep. And so we decided to try to do funny stories. And try to, because if there's the same story every day, you feel like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to keep covering that over right. and over. Yeah. And I'm starting to get that way with police shootings and protests. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> well, like at some point, Cecil, the horrors will compound in such a way that like, we're just categorically like, hello, this is cognitive dissonance. <laughs> This used to be a show that we could laugh and occasionally yeah. say something half poignant, but now yeah. we weep for one hour it's, and 27 minutes. This is the welcome to Cognitive Dissonance, the one hour and 27 minute weeping show. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Yeah, Dude, Kenosha. I will say this. You know, one thing that I think has, it's not just this particular moment in time where there's an outcry and people are reacting and there's tons of sort of unrest. Mm -hmm. It's not just one moment this year. We know that we've known that this has happened multiple times throughout the year. And I got to look up at the, the leadership and say, I think that there's just nobody there anymore to turn it down a little. Oh, absolutely. As, you know, sort of uh, platitude-filled as many politicians' speeches are, and they don't fix anything, and they almost feel like they're just saying, okay, guys, we get it, and then they don't do anything. I get that. But it almost feels like, like you know, that might be better than turning up both sides constantly again and again and again and again. And it always, you know, now the right's calling that, that, uh, Kyle kid, a hero. Uh, They're calling him a hero. A hero. A fucking hero. Yeah. Man, like, it's not even just like that the politicians aren't tamping it down. It's that, like, the right is intentionally amplifying the violence and amplifying the tensions and amplifying the division in order to create a narrative that this violence occurs in Democrat-controlled cities because the Democrats are not able to keep control of their cities. And that message is working. Like I was reading some articles in the Times, that message is working. There are, like Wisconsin is a pivotal fucking state for the 2020 election. And like this unrest is good for the right. The unrest, the protests, the violence, it's good for the right because they use this as a way to say, see, the, the Democrats, when they're in charge, they can't control anything. Never mind that like 
Wisconsin voted Trump, right? That like Trump right. is in charge. Trump is paradoxically standing on stage saying, you know, the only one who can bring order back to the country is me. And it's like, well, you're in charge now and you haven't brought order into yeah, the country, you haven't done right? It yet. Like, yeah. what are you waiting for? And there's yeah. an answer for that. He's waiting until November because the disorder and the chaos suits him. It suits his political purpose. The, the longer he amplifies the divisiveness and the amplifies the angry rhetoric, the better this is for, to drive his base out to vote because they vote based on fear. And this is fucking terrifying. And that's not even like me making it up. The right, like the science shows, like, like people on the right side of the spectrum, they literally have a more uh, uh, developed fear response. So like the right is, the right is absolutely being played here. They yeah. are being played. And the divisiveness is a good thing for Trump. So even if he had the fucking cure for this, he's not going to fix yeah. it. Yeah, oh, I know. I know. I want to talk, though, for people overseas or other places, they might not know what's going on. Tom and I sort of jumped into this. And I want to mention what's happening just so people have a background. So Jacob Blake is a black guy who was a shot in the back by the police officer seven times. He went, he was being chased around a car. There's a video of it. You can watch yeah. it. There's a video of it. He's walking around the car. The cops try to grab him from behind. He opens his door. They're saying he's reaching for something. He might just be trying to get in it. Well, I don't know because they, they fired seven shots in him before he could do literally anything. Yeah. They fired seven shots into his back, right? You know, so they shot him. He didn't die though. No, he's, he, paralyzed. But he's paralyzed from the waist down. And so he's in, he's in the hospital and he's, and that's where the protests start. Then there's this kid, Kyle Rittenhouse, who's a 17 year old kid from Illinois. So Antioch is right on the border. It's Antioch, Illinois is right on the border of Wisconsin. It's one of the most Northern cities in Illinois. And he crossed the border. It's about a 30 minute drive to get to Kenosha from there. And he drove up with his, I think he even got dropped off by like his parents or something with like a permission slip or something. He's like, have fun kid. storm in the castle. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and he was standing there. He gets interviewed by the daily caller while he's up there. Um, he takes a photo op to, to wipe down some graffiti at a certain point in the night. Um, He's running away from the, this, there's sort of a, a scrum. He's running away. Uh, he's got a long gun. Someone hits him because they, they thought, I, I, someone thought he shot someone or he did shoot someone. Well, I, can I interrupt real quick? Yeah. Because I, I, I read just this late evening, the New York Times uh, frame by frame analysis. And you could see yeah. like, it looks like a handgun goes off in another place in the crowd. And then people are like, he shot somebody. And so he started running at that point. I see. Okay. That's what, that's what I read in the Times today. And then he starts running away. And someone says he shot someone. And so the mob, of course, goes after him. Three people go after him. I, and they run after him. Somebody hits him with a skateboard, I think, at one point. And then he falls on his, on his back, shoots three people. Shoots yep. two people dead and one person through the arm. Gets up, walks over to the police, holds his hands up. And the cops literally drive, drive right, right by him, him. Drive right by him. And they weren't that far away. So I, yeah, I don't know how two they blocks. did not see right. that. Yeah. And they, they drive right by him. And then he, he flees to Illinois and is, he's captured. And now he's charged with murder. You know, what, what I think a lot of people on the right are saying is that, you know, he's, he's, he's uh, defending himself, right? That's, their, that's mm -hmm. their whole thing is that he's defending himself from this group of people that were coming after him. But, you know, there is no wrong place, wrong time for white people. Right. You know, like right. where, 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 you know, like you, 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 that doesn't exist. Right. You can drive, literally drive 30 minutes away from your house and stand your ground. 
right? You, it's not your, it's not even yeah. your place, but you could go somewhere else if you're white and do that. But, and you know, what's other, what's also crazy about to me about this is that immediately I saw arrest reports for the people he shot as if somehow having a gun lets you see into other people's minds and know their, know they their have, arrest record. They have right. a criminal record. I, man, I, you hear that shit all the time. It's like, well, that person had a felony sheet as long as, and you're like, well, did they know that? Were they like running around handing out fucking business card <laughs> exactly. felony sheets? Do like, did they have a skywriter? Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, like the thing is like, this is a fucking, we live in a fucking crazy town right now. Like we live in crazy world. It is it is somehow a legal thing for armed vigilante pseudo militiamen to show up and openly carry enormous fucking weapons and walk around the streets as if they're like some fucking sheriff's posse. That's that's what's happening. Like the right. cops for this guy, like he showed up and like when he was interviewed, one of the things he said is like, I'm here doing my job. I'm protecting local businesses like get the fuck out of here. You brought a gun out to be cool and intimidate people. That's what yeah. you did. You're yeah. and like somehow that's a legal thing we can do. That should not be a fucking legal thing yeah. we can do in America. Turns out it's like, not for him. Yeah. He's right. Too young. Yeah. yeah. Cause he's under 18. But like, yeah. if he were 18 and like, he didn't get stopped. It's not like anybody stopped him and said, Hey, no, they you look too water. young. Yeah. The cops gave him water and thanked him for helping basically. Yeah. Thank you for your service. <laughs> Like, what what the fuck is wrong with this fucking country oh, that, like, gosh. you can show up to a fucking protest and carry around a great big fucking assault rifle and pretend that you're some fucking vigilante militiaman? Like, we don't need vigilante militiamen. We don't need people walking around with fucking enormous fucking assault rifles for no fucking reason, just out in the open, pretending they've got a fucking job to do. You don't have a fucking job to do. You're just there to cause trouble, to stir shit there, up. Yep. You're there Man, to intimidate people. 100%. Antifa shows up, like fucking actual Antifa shows up and they got sticks and it's the fucking end of the goddamn world. It's the end of the fucking world with someone on the right or uh, someone on the left shows up and they have like uh, l fucking leaf blowers to blow the fucking tear gas away. Or they've got like a fucking garbage can shield. Uh, oh, they're coming out heavily armed with their protective padding, right? Yeah. Oh, they're, they're out there like human tanks and they're, but some fucking lunatic asshole vigilante militia man wannabe motherfucker can grab an enormous fucking military style assault rifle and strut his ass around like he's big fucking shit out in the open. And it's like, well, you know, that's perfectly normal, reasonable. Uh, he's yeah. got a right to be or someone's got to protect hero. these businesses. He's a hero. That kid's a hero. Yeah. yeah Murder. He's a people. hero. Yeah, I fucking murdered people. Absolutely. And you know- Guns just you know, escalate shit, man. Absolutely. And you know, this was going to happen, right? You knew this was going to kick off sometime. It was going to happen when people started bringing their long guns to the fucking, to the, to yeah. the show. And you know, one of the things that happened is people told them to stop, right? So they yelled at him. They told him to stop. Hey, stop that guy. You stop. He, he kept running, right? He didn't comply. He didn't comply. And look at the juxtaposition of those two guys, right? On the one side, there's a black guy going to his, going to his car. He's not complying, right? He gets shot in the back seven times. On the other side, there's a white guy not complying, turns around, shoots people, no problem, doesn't matter. He's That's because non-compliance doesn't apply to white people. It doesn't apply. Watch a hundred videos. Yeah. Watch the video that that video of the guy who's, who's so mad, he tears the ticket up and throws it out his window. And the cop's like, 
you better pick that up. I'm going to give you a ticket. He's like, go, go, go. He's like, yo, somebody <laughs> Sam. He's like flipping his shit. Look at all the times, yeah. all the different times. Look at that. I'm on Bundy this week. You know, he, he got wheeled out in a, on a fucking, on a, on a, uh, office chair out of wherever he was holding his dumb protest, right? He didn't get shot in the back. He didn't get, he's non-compliant. Yep. Fucking the very fact of Karen, the idea of Karen, Karen is a white woman, non-compliant person. That's what Karen is, yep. right? That's yep. where the whole yep. concept comes from yep. is that there's no such thing as compliance. It's compliance for you. That's what it is. It's compliance for you. You comply. I don't have to comply. I never have to comply. Yep. And, and we're seeing, it's almost like, People don't fucking like that. It's almost like they're taking to the fucking streets and protesting that shit. And we can't yeah. stand it. We can't yeah. stand like, like th there is a certain group of people that cannot stand to see that narrative exposed. Yeah. They, and that's all that's happening. Like, like the, the thing that like makes me like crazy is like a huge part of all that's happening is that um, it's out in the open now. Right. Yeah. Like it's, it's on camera. It's on video. It's immediately boom, quick, quick as a flash. It's uploaded. It can't be taken down. The camera can't be confiscated. You can't have somebody like beat the fucking film out of the camera. Like it's a shit's fucking live and it's in the it's in the immediacy of the world right now and it can't ever be taken down. And that's the big difference. That's the reason we have like all this transparency into the problem right now. It's yeah. the only reason. It's not because there's a new problem. It's not because anything is like escalating in in in, in severity. It's not like anything is escalating in terms of the um, amount of the, this problem has existed for ever, forever. Like the police have been beating the shit out of people of color in order to get them to do whatever the fuck they want forever. Yep. The only difference is like now, boop, I caught it. Yep. That's saw it. it. Yeah. Saw it happen. I got it. Yeah. It's all on this, video now, motherfuckers. And this Kyle kid, this Kyle Rittenhouse kid, he winds up shooting these people and they, 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 you know, on the one side, they're showing, you know, they start to show the guys who who went after him, the three people who went after him as dangerous thugs, right? So they're mm -hmm. violent felons is what they found. I don't know if any of that's true. It's just what I saw on Twitter. And I, I actually went to look for news stories about it and could not find a single news story. It may just be anonymous hearsay on Twitter. I have no idea, right? Yeah. But from what I saw up till this moment, it didn't look like it was real. It looked like it was just somebody had made some shit up and posted on, on Twitter. Um, but they're trying to show the people who went after him as these violent thugs. And they're trying to paint him as a kid who's, you know, looking to become a police officer. He wants to go to academy. He's Don't a Blue Lives Matter right. kid. Yeah. And you're just like, you know, it's almost, <laughs> it's 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 like the, the police officer who's one week from retirement and, he's, and he gets shot. He's like, oh man, I was just one week from retirement. Right. He was... He was right. one year from getting into the police academy and he could have literally killed anyone he wanted with impunity forever. Yeah, he, if just, he was a police he just, officer. All he he did, could have just killed whoever he wanted. All Kyle did was fuck up the timing. Yeah, that's all that's he it. did. He just fucked he up the timing. Fucked up the timing. That's all he did. This is like, but you know, like in in terms of like- You know, dress for the job you want, Tom. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. Dress for the job you want. Like, this is really no different than the way that we treat, you know, white and black people in the justice system. Like when, a, when, when white people- you know, rape women is a great example. Like when white people rape women, it's like, well, you know, but he was an honor student and yep. he has a promising football career. And like, you know, we don't want to ruin someone's life over one bad decision. And you're just like, well, first of all, yeah, that's more than just like an oopsie, you know? <laughs> but I didn't, yeah. Like one bad, one bad decision is ordering a chai tea latte. Right. Yeah, that's exactly. a bad decision. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, but like we do this shit where we're like, we come up with a fucking million apologies for the horrifying bad actions of fucking white men, right? And like when it's 
when it's other marginalized groups that are acting, it's all of a sudden it's like, well, you know, I mean, that person did have these problems and they smoked marijuana once. And you're just like, get the fuck out of here. We yeah. cannot, we cannot bend over fucking backwards enough. We're fucking Cirque du Soleil fucking contortionists. We bend over backwards so fucking hard to defend some fucking suburban white boy. But when it's some like, you know, woman or or trans person or black kid or fucking whatever marginalized group it is, like we cannot stop. Like we, it's like we got to dig up every fucking piece of dirt yeah. on that fucker. Every we do it thing. every time, yeah. and it's yeah. disgusting. How's my son? He's going to be all right. Oh, oh thank God! Finally, some good news. There's from no this other guy. way to take that. That's a great attitude. I got to tell you, if I was getting this news, I don't know that I'd take it this well. But you said he was all right. Yes, he's lost his left hand, so he's going to be all right. You Let son of a bitch! I hate this oh, doctor. He's a very literal man. Yes. Just, come here. That's more the way I would take the news. This story comes in the Daily Beast. Um, and I just thought this was like a crazy headline. Like, Fauci <laughs> says he was under anesthesia when CDC changed COVID-19 testing <laughs> guidelines. So this is this is part of a, a broader uh, story. But like the CDC was under intense pressure from the top down to change some of its um, sure. guidelines on, on, Which on the handling of- Which they categorically denied, Tom. Right, but they were the, all super the under- yeah. <laughs> categorically denied that right. they, there was top-down pressure mm. and then they had to walk back the, the testing yeah. guidelines because all the scientists said, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, it's almost like the CDC should just be all... Like, okay, I just got to yeah, say why this. why were like, the politicians even there? <laughs> like, what is the CDC if not scientists? The CDC what? should just be all scientists. I, I will say this. Like, I used to really have a tremendous amount of like respect for the CDC as an apolitical group that was like there to, yeah, you know, right? keep us Me fucking too. safe from things Me like too. infectious disease. I have, I have fucking completely lost faith and completely lost trust and completely lost respect for the fucking CDC. At this point, yep. they, yep. they have shown so many times throughout the goddamn pandemic, they've shown so many times that they are cowards in the face of political pressure. They bend to political pressure. They change their guidelines. They change their recommendations. Then they change them back. And they fucking, like, and they're, like, this is a great example. Like, they, they, they came out with a revised guideline around the idea of asymptomatic spread. And then they were just like, everybody was like, oh, uh, the fuck? And they're like, well, yeah, what I really meant was the opposite of the thing that I was pressured to say. So what do you, now, now you can't trust. And you should be, you should be able to place implicit trust. They did the mask thing too. They initially said no mask, don't buy mask, don't buy mask, and they did it specifically so that we wouldn't run out of PPE right. for uh, first responders. But that also put into people's head that you shouldn't wear a mask, and they've never let go of that. Right. And well, so now we we have this crisis, literally a crisis in this country because people won't wear masks. They just won't. I've seen so many Facebook threads, Tom, where someone talks about mask wearing, and there's always one yokel out there who wants to jump in and say, "Yeah, well, suffocation's like a real thing, man." Yeah, well, it's not stopping you from shit flapping oh, your fucking gums. Gosh, it's so disheartening to see what is happening, and it's and it's. It's not just that. It's it's there's so many aspects to this that have been so bungled and so mismanaged. What's the reason why we would want to talk about asymptomatic spread not being a bad thing? I can't think the only reason I could think of that is that we want numbers to be lower. Yeah. That's the only reason. I can't think of another reason. I'm it's happy artificial. to hear it's political. I am happy to hear 
anyone else's analysis of that, send me a message and say, Cecil, here's three reasons. Here's two reasons. Here's a single reason why that might be useful information. I can't think of a way in which that would be useful. Yeah, right? I, I, dude, I can't either. And like the distressing thing is like, we should be in a position where we can say, listen to the doctors and listen to the scientists. That's the position that like we yes. should, that's the position yes. we as the public. That's a traditionally skeptic position. Right? We should be able to say that. The problem is the goddamn experts, the scientists, the doctors, the CDC is giving conflicting information. They're contradicting themselves. So that immediately, like for people like you and I, we can look at that. And we can say, okay, let's try to figure out where that came from. Let's look at other sources. But sure. you have to do some fucking due diligence. And then I'm still not convinced I know what's real, right? Because yeah. I'm still just a guy with a fucking English lit degree, which isn't worth a fucking cup of coffee when it comes to a goddamn pandemic. But like the rest of the public basically looks at that, or many people in the public, I should say, they look at something like that and they say, these people cannot be trusted. They don't know any better than my Aunt Sally or sure. Uncle Fred. So the idea of expertise becomes eroded and we cannot erode the idea of expertise at a time when the only people we should be listening to are the experts because yeah. then that leaves the most persuasive voices in the room to decide what's true. And that's the opposite of how you should behave in a crisis. Yeah, and and, and it's it's a, uh, when, we, when we look to the experts, we should be able to look to them as a way to be unbiased, right? They should be looking at the data and making decisions based on the data, not on optics. And that's the decisions that they're making. There's been a few people that have been, I think, in that whole mess that have had a lot of integrity. Fauci feels like somebody who's had a lot of integrity, right? Throughout this whole process. He won't, you know, people try to get him to talk bad about Trump. He won't go there. He's, you know, he's constantly yeah. trying to just talk about what's going on. There's many times he's literally, Trump has said something. He's walked on stage and said, please disregard what that <laughs> buffoon has said. What I mean is this. Yeah. And so there's been many times that I looked at him and say, okay, well, this guy feels like a straight shooter. And you know, the other thing too, that I think is, is really important is that we are looking at right now, we got an email about a, a couple of weeks ago about it, and it's really true. We're looking at science being hap happening in real time. And so there's things that we see and we think, well, that might work, and it doesn't. And, it, and, and people are putting a lot of hope on those things. And so we're running into real issues with people who are putting too much hope onto something that doesn't have any real, that, that has no real yeah. effects. And that's happening in, in several different places, we're going to talk about plasma here in a minute, but, you know, it's happening in several, the hydroxychloroquine was one of those things. Yep. And then, you know, they talk about all these other different types of things that are, that are, uh, that, that fucking MyPillow guy's got some yeah, weird shit guy's that he got wants a cure to throw. For it. Somebody yeah. else said like, I think this week there was a study that came out that said like um, citrodidil or some bullshit like that. It's like an anti, it's a mosquito repellent. Um, also kills COVID-19. And it's like, all right, cool. But like, if you read further into the article, it's like, but it's unclear how that could be useful at all for anyone, basically. It's like, lots of things kill viruses, right? Like, yeah. that's not hard to do. Yeah, I mean, well, you could stick UV light up your ass or drink fucking alcohol, right. according yeah. to Trump, whatever, yeah. you know? But like, you know, the thing is, is we're just, everyone is just throwing as much spaghetti against the wall as possible and hoping it's going to stick. And and we're, we're paying attention to media outlets that find one glimmer of hope because they know that's going to be a shared thing that people will talk yeah. about, you know. So we're finding, we're finding out that, you know, um, 
the most uh, the most optimistic things might not be true. The most pessimistic things might not be true. And then sometimes the scientists come out and say things that that they walk backwards, and people don't like to hear that. No, they yeah. think science has the answer, period, yep. or it doesn't. Right. Those are your two options. You know, I think as a skeptic personally, I'm okay with science making mistakes. Me too. I I've never I've never had a problem with that. Where I do have an issue is like when science feels like it's being co-opted for political reasons, you Absolutely, know? Absolutely, yeah. And it's like, fuck, man. Like, I can't, fuck. I just can't yeah. stomach it. I just yeah. cannot stomach it. We, like, we need some real answers. And like, it, it's crazy to live in a time where we've got such an important problem and we have such an incredible crisis in leadership. And then we have a crisis in like um, uh, scientific leadership as well. We can't yeah. be, we can't be, we can't live in a vacuum on both sides. Like being in a vacuum without like in both sides where like nobody is really invested in the truth and nobody is really like looking out for the actual people. They're all looking out yeah. for, you know, whatever self-interest they serve. It, it, yeah. it, it like kind of couldn't be worse. Like it just kind of could not be worse. And one of, one of the things that you can look at, almost all their decisions are optics decisions. You know, any yeah. of these decisions that get where they have to walk them back, they're all optics decisions. The same, you know, masks was an optics decision. That's an, op, that's an optics decision because you don't want people walking around your country with masks on because it looks like you failed, yeah, right? right? It looks like, well, it's already here and we've already failed. You don't want people doing um, uh, the, uh, we're going to talk about plasma in a second, but, you know, we're talking about all the things that they're pushing forward and then this 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 new testing method that they're coming out with. And then also the the roll your numbers up to the CDC thing yep. instead of uh, uh, local areas reporting them and then posting them or whatever. That one, that one uh, caveat that came down that said, you've got to all give all your numbers to the government before we actually post them now. And so all this stuff is optics-based. It's all 100% yep. trying to make sure that they look the very best that they can. Yeah, meanwhile, the fucking death toll just hit 180,000. Yep, yeah. It's going to hit 200,000, you know, what is that? Uh, three oh, weeks? Yeah. Yeah, three it'll, weeks, almost, it'll almost certainly be a quarter million by the time we get to election day. Hey, are people around you telling you to get fucked? Well, you might be a Karen. And in that case, we have great news for you. Adam and Eve is running a special now that even Karens can enjoy, which means you'll get 50% off almost any one item, free shipping, delivered discreetly to your door when you use code GLORY. Let's listen to some Karens and how they're feeling. I feel dizzy. With excitement. My hands are kind of tingly. That's a good sign. My heart is beating fast. <laughs> oh, yes. Friends, look at the numbers and um, tell me why everybody's living in fear. R right. Fear of savings. Uh, like you were saying, 50% off almost any one item and free shipping. Don't live in fear. Let's get another Karen in here. My name is not Karen. Oh, uh, Becky? So get my name straight. Oh. Okay. I don't know. Calm down. I'm I'm calm. Calm I, down. I'm calm. I look. I just wanted your reaction on the Adam and Eve promo and all the products they have to offer. Yes, we want you to yeah. uh, kinky. I don't know that product. Oh. <laughs> I'll have what she's having, <laughs> and you'll be having fun with all the products that they have to offer at AdamandEve.com. Remember, you get fifty percent off almost any one item including free shipping. Let's get another Karen. I am Paul Sheldon's number one fan. His number That's, one That has nothing to fan. do with this. Isn't that from a movie? Can I ask you one question? Sure. Disgusted. 
Not really a question. Anyone else? Bye! Oh. Yes, tell your friends about the discounts they can get by using code GLORY at checkout. You need to go home. I think you mean by ordering sex toys online, you can stay home and play safe. I play games where you get fucked. Uh, sounded like you were going to say something else, but yes, that's the idea. Get fucked. Get out. Yeah, yeah, get the laptop out and go to adamandeve.com. Actually, do you know? Well, that's why we're out. Okay. Uh, yes, Karen, you do know that you could pick from thousands of products available on adamandeve.com. Oh, go ahead, Karen. To demonstrate sexual behavior on a bus or a train, I uh, believe is against the law. I don't know that if that's entirely men, accurate. That goes for oh, women, that well, goes for dogs. That- Dogs and cats are not even allowed to I don't know how this relates, but even still, if you're on a bus, you can still go to adamandeve.com and select any item for 50... No. No. What are you going to arrest me for? I want the manager. Lady, this is a subway. He's taping me again! He's taping me again! You called into this commercial! My God, no more Karens! Okay, go to adamandeve.com and get... Oh. Use code GLORY. The Food and Drug Administration just told a Massachusetts bakery that they cannot list love as an ingredient in their granola. Yes, they have to call it by its scientific name, rat poop. So this next story comes from Ars Technica. FDA's promotion of post-COVID plasma treatment was as bad as it appears. So uh, FDA is also now problematic. That's good. That's awesome. So this specifically refers to uh, the emergency use authorization for a COVID-19 treatment, which would allow for plasma from people who had recovered from COVID-19 to be used as a therapeutic. And like when they came out, they came out and Trump had said ahead of time, he's like, ah, Sunday, we're going to have a a game-changing announcement on, you know, some shit. And then the game-changing announcement from the FDA was, hey, this is great. And it reduces like severity by like 35%. It was like a really dramatic... Sure. Big time number. And it's like, whoa, that's awesome. You know, that's that sounds so awesome. The justi- principal justification for allowing this treatment under an uh, emergency authorization was a 35% drop in mortality for those receiving yeah. plasma the first three days. And you read that and you're like, holy shit, that's huge. That's huge. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, cool. Um, that's not true. <laughs> no, the actual difference would, in absolute get risk. That- you would want to you would want to get that right, I think. Well, here's how bad it is. So I'm just gonna read directly from the article. Um, imagine a case where only three out of a hundred people are affected, and an experimental condition changes that number to one out of a hundred. The relative risk is different by a factor of three, a three hundred percent difference. But the absolute risk is the minor change of going from three percent to one percent. The actual change in absolute risk seen in the study was four point eight percent, not thirty-five percent. That means an additional 4.8 lives per 100 COVID-19 patients might be saved with the treatment. They fucked with the math. Yep. That's what they did. Bottom line is they fucked with the math. It says right in the article, it is possible to find some numbers mentioned in the paper that could be interpreted as producing a 35% difference between different types of treatments, but things get more complicated. When they start breaking it down, it's like, no, it's not nothing. If I'm in the hospital, I want this. Five, I want the four and four point eight percent chance give, all day long. Sure, yeah, but it's not a thirty five percent chance. It's about yeah. one seventh of that, 
as a, yeah. as a, but like, this is about having a great headline. This is about having a killer press conference. This is about having stories that go viral for your shitty uncle to share. Like that's yep. what this shit is for. It yeah. is we, because we have no leadership because yeah. nobody gives a shit about the fucking outcome. All they because care about is the outcome of their party and the outcome of their personal career. Yeah. Or just how great I am. Yeah. And that's literally what has been happening the whole time is just how great. Look at how great I am. Look at how great I am. Look at how great I am. Yeah. Look at what I'm doing. I'm doing the best job. I'm doing such a better job than anybody could have done is yeah. the, is the line. My, can you imagine, do you think he believes, honestly, do you think Trump believes that like history will look back at his legacy? Cause this is a legacy defining moment, right? And like, had he done a great job, you could hate him for everything else, but had he done a great job with the pandemic, that would have been his legacy. That yeah. would have been his legacy. Nothing else would have mattered. You know, like if, if the United States had just fucking crushed this thing, New Zealand style, and like we, like the rest of the world is just a shit show. And like the U.S. with its big ass population still had a functioning, robust economy. And we didn't have the massive leading the world in cases and deaths position that we're in. Like if he had just fucking crushed this thing, that would have been his legacy. Do you think he's looking now and being like, yeah, my legacy is going to be the pandemic for sure, but it's going to be favorable? Do you think he I, believes that? I think he does. Oh, anyway, I, I yeah. think he's he's one of those guys that I can't... I, I saw this week. Um, He's such a fucking narcissist that there's a suspicion. There was an article about him in one of those newspapers years and years and years ago. And there's a suspicion that he posed as his own secretary to send in a message to say how great working for Donald Trump was <laughs> and how and how great he is to women. And it literally uses the same language that he does when he talks. So hold on, let me find, I'll read Is it, it like out that out. doctor's letter where it's like, I'm the best health, the most good health, the health is the best health of all the health, the health, the health. So <laughs> supposedly, oh Carolyn Gallego wrote the 1992 letter. And so the letter came, the letter is from this person. It's a letter to the editor. And it says, uh, it says, I'm going to read it. Based on the fact that I worked with Donald <clears throat> Trump as his secretary and therefore know him well, I think he treats women with great respect. Contrary to what Julie Baumgold implied in her article, I do not believe in I, I do not believe any man in America gets more calls from women wanting to see him, meet him, or go out with him. The most beautiful women, the most successful women. Oh, he's so wrote all this. All women love Donald Trump. He's so Carolyn wrote Gallego. this. Yeah. He so, so wrote that. What? Like, especially at the okay. end, right? The most beautiful woman, the most successful woman. All the all women, women want to fuck him. He's so good <laughs> to women. I'll tell you who's not a misogynist, Donald Trump. He's so not a misogynist. He gets so much <laughs> pussy. That's how he's not a misogynist. You can tell by he's drowning in pussy. I, Holy when shit. I, what? When I saw it this week, I, oh. I, I, and I didn't know Holy about it. Holy shit. But I just couldn't believe it. I thought, you know, that's probably true. And there's no way to know, right? I don't yeah, know. Right. But the way it's written, it's either dictated by him or it was written by him. Dude, there's no way it's Seriously, not. it's like uh, my secretary wrote it. Yeah, but she didn't write down the... Take a memo, sweetheart, that you yeah, exactly. bellowed at her ahead of exactly. time, right? Did you see any of the uh, RNC this week? I No, I read about it, but I didn't watch any. Did you watch oh any of it? God, Tom. I can't I gotta, do I that. I'm play, not a strong gotta, enough man. I'm going to play a, a, a section for you real quick. Okay. And I'm going I'm to play it for the audience, too. Oh. And I'm going to turn my screen so you can see it. Okay. Um, give me a second. Uh -huh. We'll link to this in the show notes if you guys want to watch it. 
Um, I, 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 I cannot express to you how much you want to watch this, right? I can't tell you, I can't tell you how much you really want to see this. The leader who will rebuild the promise of America and ensure that every citizen can realize their American dream. Ladies and gentlemen, leaders and fighters for freedom and liberty and the American dream, the best is yet to come. Why is she screaming at us? <laughs> that is so weird. It's so and weird. She's just screaming into an empty room that echoes the silence back at her. It genuinely feels like 19... 39 Hitler. It, it, yeah, it's bombastic. It, does not, it 100%. If, I mean, I know that German always sounds like that. <laughs> so, but that's a German pillow talk sounds like. Imagine if someone, <laughs> imagine if someone translated this and did it in German. Yeah. Think of how amazing that would be. Just think of how amazing that would be, Tom. Somebody should do that. Somebody should, somebody should take that same video and don't change any of the words. You just translate into screamy German. Well, and Tom, let's get right into this next story. Because this next story talks about this lady. So this story is, is pretty great. It's from Newsweek. AOC questions Kimberly, uh, Daffodils. Lady, we just heard. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I don't know. I don't know how to say her fucking name. Do you know how to say her name? Guilfoyle? Foyle? I don't know. Okay. Guilfoyle? Kimberly Gargoyle's knowledge of her own heritage <laughs> after she said she's a first generation American. <laughs> no, so you know what? I'm just going to read what AOC said. This is fucking so good. Amazing. This is so good. So the woman the GOP picked as their proud Latina to tout immigrant experience didn't seem to know that Puerto Rico is already part of the United States. <laughs> It's quite a message because <laughs> because it How reflects. Did you not know? <laughs> she How is did you Puerto not know? Rican. Like you're like How one of you? your parents literally came from there. Did you? Were you not inquisitive ever <laughs> during your whole life? It's oh. Like were you ever just like, hey, we should go back to like where you grew up? Oh, I don't want to go there. You never I don't typed have my passport it into Google. <laughs> you never just went Puerto Rico, and then what comes up when you type Puerto Rico? It's America. <laughs> Puerto Rico territory, United States territory. <laughs> it's literally the first thing that's returned. <laughs> How is it possible? How do you live that life? You can swim there from Miami. That's like, that's like being born a boy and not knowing what your dick is for. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. It's so fucking great. It is. It is really great. Yeah. What is she? I'm, I, I, I think I interrupted you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's okay. So AOC goes on and says, uh, it's quite on message because it reflects their belief that Latinos aren't real citizens, even we are, even when we are native descendants. Right. And then even fucking Meghan McCain came out and said, my husband and his family are Puerto Rican. They aren't first generation Americans because Puerto Rico is an American territory. <laughs> I feel like it's this has American. to be explained every few months and it makes me fear for what's being taught in our schools. Oh, jeez. I, I actually had to tell somebody that at work just like a week or so, like think, think last week. Somebody last week, Cecil, at my work was like, oh, you know, we're trying to do this closing and they want to sign in Puerto Rico and they were, they're refusing to go to the American consulate. Because if you're out overseas, that's where you have to sign documents. And <laughs> I said, <laughs> I said, well, there's no American consulate in America. And the woman just <laughs> stared at me. Ah, that's amazing. And she just stared at me. And I was like, because that's America. And she kept staring at me. And I'm like, 
Puerto Rico is America. <laughs> it's America. That's all I kept saying to her. <laughs> she just stared like that guy in the gift where his head blows up. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's dumbstruck for hours just standing in her office not saying anything just blathering because <laughs> like, you fucking there's an IO error God, can you imagine amazing. if something happened in Guam like she'd be like oh, I can't even oh, with this gosh and and uh, listen to this this is this is part of the speech right I mean we didn't listen to that speech but part of her speech oh, part yeah. of this Kimberly speech is as a first generation American I know how dangerous their socialist agenda is my mother Mercedes was a special education teacher from Puerto Rico. My father, also an immigrant, came <laughs> to this nation in pursuit of the American dream. Now, her, now her father, her father is uh, uh, born Ireland. a uh, uh, Irishman, yeah. right? Yep. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. born so, so Ireland, immigrated in yeah. the fifties. Yeah, yep. and so I consider my duty to fight to protect that dream. So they talk about a socialist agenda, and then they goes, "Rioters must not be allowed to destroy our cities. Human sex." Drug traffickers should not be allowed to cross our border. The same socialist policies which destroyed places like Cuba and Venezuela must not take root in our cities and schools. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, are you talking about three separate things? Or are you saying yes. that, you know, these weird billionaire... Because the, the, all the people are Q-based that are talking about it. They're all like, oh, it's a fucking uh, uh, billionaires all. Well, are they socialist billionaires that trade in kids? I don't understand. I think How do you... How do you conflate the socialism and the... Uh, I don't get it. I, I think she is confusing... First of all, I think she's confusing Puerto Rico with Cuba. That's what I really think that she's doing. Yeah. I, I think she doesn't know the difference between Puerto Rico and Cuba. I don't, th I don't think she does either, yeah. I, 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 it's the only thing I can imagine... That's the only thing that I can imagine. It's so but it's amazing. Just, you never talk to dad or mom about where they live. Yeah. <laughs> like she knows like her, she knows her mom's from a specific place in Puerto Rico. It's like, man, was that before or after the revolution, mom? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Did you, you fucking know? idiot. Did you know Shiva Gavagavara? Did you know that person? <laughs> Fuck out of here. God, it's such a stupid, uh, stupid fucking But you know, the thing person. is it'll play. Like it'll yeah, play it to these fucking. Does. It'll play to the to the base of the right that like oh. they don't care that Puerto Rico's America. If you were to ask them, if you were to call people out on this, Cecil, they'd be like, "Yeah, well, maybe it shouldn't be." I I, I gotta say though, the memes that have come out of this of that person with her hands up in the air have oh. been the best. They've been the <laughs> best. They have been the best, and genuinely, everyone the first night when she spoke was just like, "The fuck? Yeah, I, what the fuck is wrong with this person? You can't hear that speech and not think that person is unhinged." I, I read two or three different, like you know, best of the night, worst of the night type things, and all the worst of like different people said best of the night, but like worst of the night was always that speech. It was just like yeah. that was just weird. Like she just yeah. screamed at every, and there wasn't even anyone to scream at. <laughs> It's like you're it's like you're a poet in Chicago. Yeah. You know oh, I mean? Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Yo, that's my feeling space. And sometimes I drag you out there. <laughs> oh, I was God. good. You got me on that one. Little poetry joke there, oh, guys. Very little. Deep cut for you poets out there. <laughs> Excuse me. There's a sign at Rampsit Park that says, do not drink the sprinkler water. So I made sun tea with it and now I have an infection. Sir? Sir, are, 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 are you listening to me, sir? Sir, I'm talking to you. Sir, sir, are you aware 
that there is waste in your water system? This I this story holy shit this story. This is I, from Science Alert. I'm blown away by this story. I was speechless when I saw I, it. Yeah, I this is a jaw dropper. US town rejects solar farm amid worries it would suck up all the energy from the sun. <laughs> Dyson Sphere? What the fuck are you talking about? I, I gotta read parts of this. A retired science teacher, <laughs> Jane Mann, said she was concerned about the rising risk of cancer deaths in the area, despite reports showing that cancer rates in North Carolina have fallen over the last four years, saying that no one could tell her that solar panels were not causing cancer. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't see any tigers. <laughs> That's exactly it, man. Uh, she was also concerned that photosynthesis would slow due to the solar panels <laughs> stopping the plants from growing in the solar farm fields. I want to know what's going to happen. I want information. Uh, enough is enough. I don't see the, the profit for the town. People come with hidden agendas. Until we can find if anything is going to damage this community, we shouldn't sign any paper. Bobby Man said he was worried. Where would you get it? There's no more photosynthesis. You can't, <laughs> can't have paper, paper anymore. anymore. You can't even have it. Save what you have, lady. We're running out of sun. <laughs> Other, <laughs> they're gonna suck up all the energy. Like the sun is just gonna oh. be like. Yeah. Oh, we drained it. Oh God, we did we drain the sun? <laughs> It's so stupid. It is. It's such a stupid thing to say. I mean, like, like, yeah, the grass underneath the solar panel will certainly turn brown. Right. Yeah. <laughs> anything, anything that is, you know, in a shadow won't yeah. have as much sun on oh. it. Doesn't prevent us from building like pergolas. You know, oh. like. <laughs> I can't so, see, so I don't want to plant a tree in my backyard. It might soak up all the sunshine <laughs> and then the grass won't have any sunshine. Every day you walk out, it's like Seattle and you're right. like, what the fuck, man? I didn't want to move here. <laughs> I like sunshine once in a while. It's not like a uh, fucking rainforest canopy of solar panels yeah. that like is strung up in such a way that it prevents the sunlight from like yeah. seeping down to the earth. Yeah. It's like, no, they're just on the ground. Yeah, they're just like just on the ground. On the yeah. ground. Like I said earlier, it's not a Dyson sphere. We didn't fly up into space and cover the entire sun <laughs> with solar panels and then suck the juice out of it. We didn't juice the sun. Like we didn't do that. <laughs> this oh. is why we'll never have nice things, Cecil. Oh, Jesus, man. That is a retired I mean, science teacher. That's amazing to me. I hope that, that retired science, science teacher is 26. What science? Like <laughs> what science? Do you tell me what science? I want to know what science it was. It's so great. <laughs> it's so great. It's like because I'm guessing. I'm guessing it's Christian science. That's what I'm thinking it was. There's just like the solar panel manufacturer to like talking to the sun. It's like I drink your <laughs> sunshake. I drink it up. Uh, I hope you drink it fast, and you sun choke. <laughs> Sign the document. I see you're no stranger to pain. I've been married. Twice. Why? All right, this story is uh, from Brazil. It's from the Gazette in Brazil. Uh, I'm going to read parts of it. And uh, I'm using Google Translate, so I'm sorry... If it sounds a little choppy, <laughs> I can't 
it's yeah. like, uh, it's, uh, is it going to be weird? Is it going to be weird like uh, when we used to do the voicemail? Oh, remember voicemail <laughs> translate? For, that was so uh, great. That, that was, was so great. Good. Somebody would call yeah. and be like, hey, Tom and Cecil, love the show. And Google Translate would be like, hey, tomato sauce, love biscuits, <laughs> horrible nap. <laughs> and you're just like, what the fuck? It was amazing. It was always amazing. I can't separate. I was going to scandalize the name of God. According to investigators, the deputy tried to murder the pastor at least six times by poisoning, in addition to hiring gunmen on two other occasions. Jesus. This guy's a modern-day Rasputin. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> All right. So this, this woman uh, was arrested uh, as the principal for the murder of her husband, who was a pastor. Um, and they said so they designated the... Uh, Federal Deputy Flordellis would have designed the crime because she was dissatisfied with the way the pastor managed their money. So he's mismanaging the money. She's like, okay, you know, I'm going to off this guy. According to investigators, she tried to murder the pastor <laughs> at no least other, six times by there, poisoning. Is there, is there no other options when you're well, mismanaging money? You know, that's a, great, that's a great question. You know, like, I, I don't know, like in your, in your relationship, Cecil, have you ever been like, hey, you know, we were trying to save some money and use the debit card too many times. So I poisoned your dinner for a week. <laughs> no. And I, I've been on the receiving end of that, but never the giving end. Never the giving end. I told you no more than three trips to Starbucks. <laughs> now you're dead. <laughs> what? Uh, so during the investigation, the police and the MP faced an exchange of messages in which Flordella suggested that the murder of her husband would be the only way out. Quote, when she convinces and talks to another son who is denounced here, Andre, about this plan to kill him, she speaks as follows. Do what? I can't separate from him because otherwise I would scandalize the name of God. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then decides to no, kill him. No, but killing him's fine, yeah. though. So, yeah. yeah, like, you don't want a divorce because Jesus was real clear. And to be fair, Jesus was real clear about divorce. That's not, that's a verboten thing in the Bible. But I do remember there being a little something about killing people yeah. as well. well. I think multiple times they go out of their way to tell you about that. Yeah, I think they're, yeah. they're pretty like, eh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, I fucking love that that's their solution. Like, look, I want, I still want God to like me. I want to get invited <laughs> to the potlucks. You know, I don't want to be like on the outs with the big guy. So I'm going to fucking poison that mother. I, can you imagine like the fourth time you poison him? You're like, all right, maybe I need to rethink. No, nope, two more times. I'm going to try two more times. Where did you find these hitmen? Fiverr? Like, what the <laughs> fuck, man? Seriously. Everybody sucks at this. There's so many hitman stories, Tom. We cover so many hitman stories where just like people are so incompetent. And I guess, you know, you would never cover a hitman story where the person, you knew the person got hit by a hitman because then it wouldn't be a good hitman, I right, guess. Right. So they they self-select out. But still, it's just the the, the bumbled ones are so bad. They, so so like, genuinely bad. When you watch movies, like hitmen are like fucking like ultra smooth and suave and sleek and they have like guns that like, they can like pull it out of their wallet and assemble it in like little pieces in 12 seconds. And they have a fully yeah, functioning yeah. sniper yeah, rifle. Right. You know, and like, you, like we read these stories and it's like, I hit him with a hammer and I was saying my name while I was doing it. I was like, I'm Tom. Whack. I'm Tom. Whack. And then I got caught and pretty much immediately. Yeah. yeah. And I, I let him Facebook live it. So <laughs> I tried to kill him by slicing him with my social security card. I left oh, it there. Fuck. Truly, I say unto you, whoever welcomes one of these little ones in my name might be letting in a murderer. 
or a drug. Let's get her to a detention center. You know, until we can figure out what's going on. This story comes from Right Wing Watch. Trump world favorite persuader Scott Adams sees satanic coinkydinks in Biden campaign. All right. Well, we're going to watch this video, um, and you can watch this video if you go to the show notes, but uh, we're actually going to play it, play the audio for you right now. So this is Scott Adams. This is the Dilbert creator, Scott Adams. Um, how about the name Joe Biden? Well, there, there's no 666. Oh, God. Are we doing so this? Yeah, this Joe is great. Is, that's you know, three letters. Okay. Biden is five. Yeah, so there's no symbol. This is there. amazing. You, get, you should do this with a pen All and right. paper. All right, so three and five. I got to get a pen. I'm getting get a, a pen. Get a pen and paper. Yeah, three I got one. Three and five. I got a three. All right, and you I have got to do five. some drawing here. Okay, I got a okay. three and a five. All right, That's got, I got my pen. When I look at that, I think I think eight or two, but anyway, go ahead. Okay, okay yeah. fine. It's fine. Except I was looking at it a little bit closer. Okay. Yeah. Do you know if you took the capital letter J? Take the J. Uh -huh. Imagine the capital letter J in your mind. I got it. Yeah. Now J. think of the next letter in Joe. It's an O. Now just move <laughs> yeah. the O sure to is. the left until it's on top of the J. It's a backward six. It looks like a little guy. So that's the J and the O, the form of backward six. A backward six. If you squeeze two letters no. together. No, it forms an upside down question mark for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. So a backward six would look like this. I didn't get a backward six out of this either. I took I my J. I and then I took my O, and I, I don't think I put I it gotta, in the right place. I got it. Oh, I, you I know what you have to do? You have to nestle it. Okay, so take a J. I got it, Cecil. <laughs> I got it. And then elongate the, I got you, buddy. I got no, you. No, I'm not doing this. And then you got to elongate the, the, the little thing going down. And then you got to nestle the O into the J, and then turn it upside down and backwards. You know, it looks and like you have a six. It looks like if I do it, it, it kind of looks like when you cast a hook in and the bait shifts. Yeah. That's what it looks like to me. So, all right. So we're not reaching right now. Okay. But we no, have a no, six. It, I think we legitimately a, have a six. This is a backward six. This is a so six. It's, it's a backward six, so a nine. Yeah. Okay. No, you. All right. Now you're you're wrecking his shit. It's a backwards nine. I too, have a but, six. Is what I, I believe. Yeah. I want yeah. to believe. All right. This letter is. The, the lowercase e. Lowercase e. Lowercase e look like if you turn it upside uh, lowercase down. Lowercase e. Well, it looks okay, like I did. an upside down lowercase e. <laughs> it looks like a. I don't it looks know, like, like a like a like an it looks a. Like, now it looks a little like an upside down comma to me. <laughs> it looks like an a. Yeah, like right an a here. Yeah, so if you do it, if you if you do it, it looks like an a. And yeah, then just, just keep draw that little, little thing down there. Kind of looks like a two, maybe one of those quick twos. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No. All right. What does it look like? An a what or is, two. That's what, what does Dilbert think? A two D two. That's what. It's like a six. So you got the J. Oh, and the it L does not. If oh, yeah. you combine them, it looks like a backward six. You've got the uh -huh. lowercase e that looks like an upside upside down six, but that's just two sixes. Six, well, it's six, not even two anything, sixes. Right? To, to be fair, you built a Admittedly, six out of two letters. And they're both yeah. upside down and sideways yeah. and bumble fucked over. Admittedly, if you take individual <laughs> pieces of all these letters, you could probably paint a Satan kick picture right. too. You know what I mean? Like I, I genuinely, wait, uh, yeah. You know, when you take something apart, you can make something new. No <laughs> shit, dude. That's how taking yeah, things apart works. works. I know. Yeah, it's like, like, what the so, fuck? Okay, guys, did you know that if you buy a Batman Lego set 
and assemble it into a demon. You have a <laughs> demon Lego set? Whoa! It's so true, man. It's like, <laughs> yeah, no shit, dude. Yeah. It's parts, and yeah. parts is parts. <laughs> but the next letter is capital B for Biden. Okay, capital B. And capital yeah. B is where you hide your sex. So even... You just hide Wait, what? Cecil, earlier in the video, I don't, when he said, I got you, buddy, I got you, because okay, I watched the whole you, thing. Okay, thank you, because we, we yeah. skipped a little bit. Yeah, earlier in the video... He he's talking about Biden's um, Biden's slogan, so which is like build better buildings or something. I forgot what build, BBB stands for. Build better for. boobs. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot what it stands for. Oh, build back better. Build back better. Okay. Right. So smell woman's hair. Is right. that what it was? Is that, is that what a slogan is? And what yeah. and what what Dilbert here says is that if you take <laughs> Dilbert, I like that you're calling him Dilbert. <laughs> if you take build back better and you ignore yeah. most of the letters. <laughs> And then you you do BBB, and now it's uh -huh. not the Better Business Bureau, but it's Build okay. Back Better. What if it was BBC instead? And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then what a B is, Cecil, and I'm not even kidding. Uh -huh. sure. What he says a B is a small insect is a secret six. A oh, small it's insect. A secret six. It's a secret because you can hide a six inside a B. And if you if you I if you think I'm making this up, let me read. I'm going to just read to you exactly what it says. If you were going to imagine 666 and you wanted to show it to people and disguise it at the same time, can you think of any letter that the numeral six would fit inside of completely, only the capital B? Oh, Jesus Christ. So you can hide a six inside a B. So a B is now a six, even but though it's, it's a also B, a two. It's, you know, <laughs> you, know, it's, <clears throat> you, Cecil, should shut your whore mouth you know, and let Tomber do the talking. <laughs> Tom, you make a good point. <laughs> I can see the argument. <laughs> <laughs> what a so fucking idiot. Who's the fucking idiots in the world that look to this douchebag and they think, God, this guy's right on. Oh, he really Man, he's, he's right about. on. Man. Oh, he's right on. I do what have an, too many pagers on my belt. What, <laughs> what a fucking idiot. J-O-E-B is 666. Six, six. Six, 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 six. It gets crazy. Scott, Scott, you can find a pattern in anything. Uh, how do you explain <laughs> the rest of the world? He calls himself out on this like, shit. You know, it's easy if you just if you just cherry pick. If you just cherry pick, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, you can get that. But what is the what what is left of the word Biden if you take him? I like that he B, says that and does not says, say like why that's not, a bad. Yeah, yeah, no, like, he doesn't. He just he just admits that it's yeah. there. It's like, hey guys, there is an elephant in the room. Anyway, I know, right? <laughs> I, let's all eat some As of it. That's what I was saying. <laughs> saying in my speech, pre-elephant in the room I, speech. Oh, fucking it's so unreal, amazing. isn't it? Oh gosh, that's where the six is hiding. What's left of the word Biden? Are you ready for this? I, I am. D E N I D E N identity. <laughs> what the fuck? What are you talking about? So that if you if you only count some of the letters and you add on other letters that aren't there and you draw different shapes and then you find secret numbers hidden in different letters. The fucking then, what? Uh, 
God. You know, if I take oh. all the paint off my walls and use that to paint different things, I will you have know, painted different things. I used to, Tom, I used to think <clears throat> the Bible code was fucking stupid. Yeah. The Bible code is literally fucking manna from heaven in comparison <laughs> to this. It's genuinely, it makes it makes so much more sense. This is David Icke level crazy. It is. It's, it's, it's absolutely off the walls bananas crazy. It's so... <laughs> My favorite is the J into a six. I oh, love the J God. into a six. What, what I, you know, what I hate about this whole timeline <laughs> is that nobody has any good arguments anymore. There's plenty of good arguments for not Biden, right? Right. I'm sure there's plenty of good arguments out there that somebody could say, look, you know, he was against this or he did this. And, he, you know, you know, there's plenty of ways that you could politically tell me, you know, your choice for Biden might not be the best choice. I think that that's valid. And I'd listen to you. But when you're just like, no, his fucking name means bad. And you're just like, oh my God, you're a weirdo. What is wrong with you? Biden all of a sudden is the devil. What I love is that, like, we didn't know that. Evidently, he's been the devil, like, the whole time. And the whole time, right? the whole time he's trying to kill Obama and it's not working. Plus in the White House, it's like a sitcom where Biden is constantly trying to kill, kill Obama so he can become. And that's the thing is, wasn't, wasn't Obama Satan? Didn't we already go through this once before? Yeah, Obama was like, Satan. Oh no, he's, a, he's not Satan. Lip. He's basal lip. Yeah, he's basal yeah, lip yep, or whatever. Yep. Basal lips because he ate pesto earlier. Um, <laughs> this is such a stupid, it's so stupid. You know, you already said the other guy was Satan. What was, but, but. But Hillary somehow was Biden too. was also yes. Yeah, yeah, Hillary's a Satan. double Satan witch. No, she's Jeez. no, she can't be Satan because Satan's got a penis. What she was oh. was uh, oh, who's who's the evil? Who's the evil manifestation? Jezebel. Jezebel. Yep. Yep. Yeah, she's Jezebel. God, I'm gonna kill myself because I know that. Yep. God I'm gonna it. kill you for knowing. Uh. <laughs> So we want to thank our patrons. Of course, we want to thank all our all our patrons who are amazing people, but we want to thank our newest patrons. Eli, Jasmine says trans rights. Uh, I think it's Jasmine says trans rights are human rights, but I don't think it all fit in here. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like it just Jasmine says trans Jasmine says trans rights. Just, just, I just I, yell it. I mean, just I you could just scream yeah. it. I mean, it is a slogan. Right. I mean, it's fine. Um, Jerry, April, Craig, Cheryl, Tim. Uh oh, what is that? Bailey, and then there's a word afterwards that Drew looks like if you Coco. It looks like if you said it backwards, Mitzelplix would have to go back to his original <laughs> universe. John, Robert, Kale, Travis, Lori, Alexander, Lex, and John, and people who up their pledges, Terry and Luann, Daniel, Buddy, and someone with literally no name. So we want to thank you so much for your generous donations. Yeah, we really do truly appreciate it. We saw an outpouring this week. We want to encourage everybody who likes the show to uh, to become patrons. Uh, you get a full, almost hour of extra tape each week from our live streams. It goes directly to your podcast player, the audio version of that. And, uh, and Tom, uh, every week is releasing an audio blog that he has written for his boys, uh, and about parenting. And so if you want to take a look at it, it's, it's, uh, it, Tom wrote some really great stuff there and it's all going to our patrons. So if you're interested, we would very much like you to become a patron because the studio costs money. And so does Ian. <laughs> so <laughs> these things are not free. Think of it this way, guys. If you love Ian, you have to pay him. <laughs> Have to you have Ian. to. Because we to. have to. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. 
So we're gonna bounce through some email real quick. Um, we got a message. Uh, this is uh, it came in as a guest request. It was from uh, from someone who just left their email account. Um, I guess uh, dat other guy is the is the contact info. Um, but it was sent through our website, and uh, they they're from Canada and they're talking about our our healthcare system. So they say, I think you need to get on board with a third party for pe- for the people and get your shit together before you kill us all with your corporate centered ideals. Um, I want to say like. I don't have a lot of corporate-centered ideals, I don't think, but um, but I'm willing to listen to any ones that you want to point out. Uh, I am 100% behind Medicare for all. I think, you know, like, it was probably the best place to be, uh, but, uh, but it, Bernie did not get the requisite amount of votes. I hope that people push Biden to do something that is like that, even if it's not called that. Um, and hopefully we will be able to do that if he gets to be, if he gets elected. But, uh, but I, I recognize that our system, our, our, our medical system is totally fucked and it needs an overhaul. Yeah. And I, I want to address the third party. Um, we don't have that system. Like we, we don't have a system that creates viability for third parties. The third parties have never been viable in modern history in America. I would love it if that were different, but it's not different. And until it becomes different, like we, we have to work with the system that we're in if we want to accomplish anything. Um, yeah. throwing your and, vote and, away and to what, Jill Stein doesn't do anything except for end up with fucking Trump in office. Well, which, you know, and if, and if you did split the, the, the democratic party with, you know, centrists and liberals, then the Republicans just win every time. Yeah. yeah the, they just win every the, time. It's too because, strategic with two yeah. parties right now. Like, yeah. 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 Really the, the, the solution is to break up the two major parties into multiple parties and then change yes. our entire voting scheme. Yes. And that requires constitutional change. It's not going to happen. And it, uh, just not don't get me wrong. It would be amazing yeah, love it, if we had multiple, yeah. multiple parties where I could look at my candidates across. Because I'll tell you, so many times I do the I side with, and it's not a mainstream candidate. Right. Same here. It's not yeah. somebody who's mainstream. It's somebody who I'm like, what the fuck? I side with who? Yeah. <laughs> and that happens. It happens all the time where I'm just like, holy shit, that guy's not mainstream or that gal's not mainstream at all. And that just happens. But I would love to see that because then I would say, well, shit, it looks like this person has the most. Yep that they, I agree with. And I would love to see ranked choice voting. I would love to see changes like that in our political system. I constitution, the constitution is such a fucking hill to climb yep. that it's, it's almost impossible. Yep. That's why we don't have an uh, equal rights amendment, man. Yeah. <laughs> we got a message from, uh, from, uh, this is somebody didn't sign it. So they didn't sign it. I, they, they call themselves lunchbox, I guess, is at the, at the top there. They sent a message and they said, um, they, they said that they got this mailer in the, in the mail and it's literally president Trump says, join president Trump and vote by absentee ballot. He's, re- he, and it says yeah. request your absentee ballot today. He's literally asking people to vote by mail, specifically doing it, even though he says, and has been shitting on vote by mail the whole time. Yeah. But it, it's all the vote, all the don't vote by mail stuff is a way for him to control where voting by mail is more difficult. Right. Yep. In, or, in order yep. to disenfranchise certain population groups. Yeah. Yeah. We got a message from uh, Tammy and then someone else sent a message in too. Uh, they sent a message about uh, allsides.com, which is supposed to be all the different stories from all different spectrums of right to left. And uh, they try to use a sort of a grade to tell you whether the the source you're looking at is centrist, whether it's left-leaning, whether it's far left-leaning or far right-leaning. And Tom, 
and I both absolutely abhor the website. <laughs> it's the because ugliest it, because I ever it looks saw terrible. in my life. Because it looks genuinely terrible. It looks like a GeoCities site. It's seriously, <laughs> this looks like a site that somebody built in 1993. Yes. It is, yeah. it is an atrocity. I mean, I'm not saying the information is bad. I'm sure the information is good and it's probably a worthwhile exercise. Um, I will say though that like, it is a it is a cancer for your eyes to behold. Yes, <laughs> it hurts. Yeah, absolutely. To look at. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I you know it looks like it looks like when I was when when the wet when the internet was first starting and I made my wedding website. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> it looks like that. Yeah, we got a message, uh, a patron message from uh, Bobby B. Bobby's been a longtime listener, six seven years. Um, just want to shout him out, Bobby. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for becoming a patron. Really appreciate it. We got we got an image. This is a Reddit link that links to an image, <laughs> and we're gonna put it on this week's show notes. It very much is the theme of this show. That's not a glory hole. <laughs> it like it's it genuinely is. like of all the things we've done, it is a theme of the show that is not a glory hole. So, <laughs> so go check good. it out. Yeah, it's sent in from Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. Speaking of which, the very next uh, email that we had is an image from Brian, which is a glory hole. And we'll post it on this week's show notes. It's very funny. See, so my uh, favorite thing about the glory hole that's being held up here is it is for sale and is marked down from $900 to so $90. It's so funny. It's 90% off. Uh, so funny. No takers. We got a message from Kat and Kat was talking about an impractical car submission. We had a thread about this and Tom and I took a look at the thread. It was actually a really great it thread. Was. It's on the Facebook page and there's a couple of them different places. The 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 Facebook group had one as well as the Facebook page. Um, but this person sent in a message. This is Kat. And they said, their impractical car is a 1963 Lamborghini Muraya Lamborghini Muraya. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Muria maybe? I don't know. But uh, it's a amazing looking car. Tom and I both looked at awesome. it. it. It looks like the Speed Racer car. It's awesome. It is beautiful. Like that is, that is a seriously outrageously cool car. I, you know, it's funny. Someone, someone was picking on me for my choices of uh, a, a reasonable SUV or a Corvette. And I'm just like, look, man, modest cars are okay too. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Like, and actually I changed my mind. What I would get if I had a billion dollars is I would get, I would go out of my way to hire a grandma and get a Volvo and have them drive me around because every single fucking billionaire out there rides in a fast ass car, like flies a like fucking skate surfboards off a water shark and then they fucking get murdered and they die in a plane crash or a Cessna. I mean, look at Kobe Bryant dies in a fucking helicopter. I would never get in anything unsafe. I would walk or I would have grandma drive me places. That would be it. I would hire a 70 year old woman to drive me around who goes 10 miles under the speed limit. And I would, and I would strap myself in a five point harness in the back of a Volvo. That's what I would do. I'm going to live long enough to have fun with this billionaire money. God damn it. <laughs> fucking a man. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. She's going to take me to a secret staircase where billionaire hookers are, but I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go with grandma. Uh, come on, grandma. Pick one out for yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Live a little. Live a little, Margaret. Uh, oh, whoa, whoa. I said one, grandma. <laughs> <laughs> we got a message from Elena, and Elena sent a long message about Mexico, but specifically said, look... Um, I guess in the past, we might have used the term illegal alien and they find it offensive and racist. Uh, I know that I try to use the term undocumented whenever I can. Um, if we did use illegal alien, it may be that we might be reading from a story. I know Tom and I are pretty careful. If we did slip up though, we yeah, apologize. apologize. It's, it's, not yeah. so, we don't, we, it's not something that we, we try to do. I know that I don't like the term illegal at all because it's, it makes it feel like a person can be illegal and that's a stupid thing to think. So I don't like that. Um, I like to say undocumented whenever possible. 
possible. Yeah, um, I, I think I think I'm probably more guilty of that than Cecil, and I'll apologize. There's no excuse other than I grew up hearing that so much that it's yeah. just embedded in there. But I'll try to do better. Right, right. We got a message from Frank, and Frank just said, "Hey, thanks for making me laugh every week." Yeah, thank you for listening, Frank. Yeah, we thanks, you. man. We got a message from AK and he said, Bannon looks like Baron Harkonnen let himself go. <laughs> Baron Harkonnen has pustules all over his body in the book. He looks disgusting. He's like, he can't hold himself up on the gravity. He has to use, he has to use repulsor lifts to like lift his belly. He's so disgusting. And this guy's like, he let himself go. go. And he's right. That's the thing. And you can look up images uh, of Trump as Baron Harkonnen and they're actually a bunch of them and they're uh, really good actually uh so uh check out our our live streams our live streams are happening at 9 p.m central time thursday nights come check them out come hang out uh we normally have a lot of fun we either do a funny story or once in a while we'll talk about some serious stuff um this week we're we're, we're going to be doing funny stories so go check the uh go check the old uh the old feed out you can find it you can find it on youtube or facebook if you are at youtube be sure to subscribe to us on youtube I know we're slowly getting a, a lot more subscribers. And if you subscribe, hit that little bell thing and that'll tell you every time we post a video. So every time we, and we post a video every week. So you'll get a message every week. We actually post two a week. We post the show automatically posts, but then there is also specifically the video for the feed, the live stream that we do. And so you'll get a message when that posts every week. Um, so check it out. Uh, and please become a subscriber on YouTube. That'd be awesome. That is going to wrap it up for this week. Um, we are going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.